and welcome to Is This Good? The show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me as always is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello! Hi, JD. It's lovely to have you here. And from No Dunks, the oldest and best basketball podcast on the planet, the original Greek freak and the illest Illinois boy, it's Tass Mellis and Trey Kirby. Tass and Trey, welcome once again to Is This Good? Gosh, what an intro. I don't think I've ever been introed that well. <laughs> Honestly, run it back. I want to hear it again. <laughs> okay, I was going to add, what do you think? So I was going to say the original Greek freak and the illest Illinois boy. One's a hero and the other's a hero. <laughs> it's Tass Mellis and Trey Kirby. Yeah. Or I guess in that case, I would have said Trey Kirby and Tass Mellis. <laughs> but now I'm glad I didn't say it. No, I think the original choice was the right one. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's nice to be called a hero. It's not as nice to be called a hero. <laughs> I need a hero. <laughs> I'm holding out for a hero at the end of the night. Hey, if you're drunk and you're leaving the club, you might be holding out for a hero. Um, okay. uh, glad we got that out of the way. Um, guys, I know you have All-Star Weekend coming up. Um, you have a live show. It's in Utah this year in Salt Lake City. Um, do you want to quickly promote your live show? Friday night, Urban Lounge. <laughs> be there. It will be in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Confirmed. I mean, I feel like you did the promo work for yeah. us, but get your tickets now because it's going to be a banger of a show. Guaranteed. Um, now, I heard you talking on your show on No Dunks, the uh, original and best basketball podcast on the planet, that there's going to be a VIP ticket package. What, what do I get when I buy that? You see these hands? Yes. See these hands, Matt? You can yes. touch this one. <laughs> the right one. Left one's still for me. <laughs> Left one is mine. That one's a private hand, but the only way you're shaking this hand is by getting a VIP ticket to the Urban Lounge on February 17th, 8 p.m. Eastern, Salt Lake City, Utah, home of jazz. The jazz. Home of the jazz. So if you don't buy a VIP ticket, are you limited to a fist bump or not even that? <laughs> yeah. Paul, the, the P in VIP stands for palm because otherwise it's all knuckles. Yeah. Fighting knuckles. Okay, so this sounds this sounds worthwhile. So can I I can do anything in that one hour before the show where I am VIP. <laughs> Palms will be involved. Could I could I like call someone that's a fan of the show but isn't at the show and FaceTime them and be like, Hey, I'm staying I'm with Trey and Trey, say hi to my buddy Jared. Yeah, we've done that before yeah. at a VIP event. I'd say hi to Jared. Okay. I'll oh, it's it. Jared. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm still in. <laughs> hey, man, I'm paying for this, okay? You, Talk you to will say hello Jared, to okay? Jared. Yeah, I will. I'll say hi to Jared. I'll tell him he's All a right. good guy. So if you live in Salt Lake City or you're going to Utah, make sure you buy tickets for that. Um, guys, you have a podcast, so you know this. Last week I gave specific instructions on what needed to be done regarding housekeeping for Is This Good? So this week, let me give you some grades on how you, the best audience in podcasting, did. Emails. I asked you to send emails to isthisgoodpod at gmail.com, and you did. Let's keep up the enthusiasm. You get an A for emails. Followers, I asked you to follow Is This Good Pod on Instagram and TikTok. There's metrics for that. Actually, we don't call them metrics anymore. We call them insights. Mm. <laughs> Those are up 5% this wow. week. That's called momentum. You get a B. You get a B. Subscribers, did you subscribe on YouTube? Let's check the insights. You did percentages are a little hard when you break them down week by week because it goes sort of by 
click-throughs off certain shows, but that's a B as well. Okay. Reviews, I didn't see one goddamn review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Not a single one. That's an F. That's an F. That's an F. That's an incomplete. It's an incomplete. When you're the best audience in podcasting, you can handle the criticism. Okay, the teacher doesn't get mad when the shitty student hands in a shitty assignment. Teacher gets mad when the best student hands in a middling assignment, okay? Mm. Those are the expectations put on you. <laughs> and uh, remember to tell a friend or family member about the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to measure that. It's really hard. To it's hard to measure that. Or, I don't know, you just you could text me or you tweet me yeah. or DM me on Instagram and tell me, hey, I told my, my friend... Jarrett about the show. <laughs> he wants to meet you. <laughs> if there's anyone named Jarrett that listens to the show, send me an email. Would love to know. <laughs> Gotta know. Uh, okay, so uh, as you guys know, the premise is very simple. I'm going to give you a topic. You tell me if it's good. Y'all ready to go? Let's mm-hmm. do it. Okay, first topic comes from Seraphin G. One of the guys who emailed in. See, it works. He asks, getting a Venmo request when the person didn't tell you they'd be charging you. So this one's an email, so I'm gonna read it. Last month, I went to a friend's birthday party where we got dinner, and then we went back to their apartment. The birthday girl's roommate had made sangria, which we all drank happily while enjoying the evening. Fast forward to today. I just received a Venmo request for the sangria that I drank last month. While I'm fine paying for the drinks I had, I'm bothered that the host, the birthday girl's roommate, didn't ask us to contribute beforehand and that the charge came a month later, with the amount being quite small, less than $10 each for a six-person event. All of us make the same amount of money and are doing just fine. So is it good to get a Venmo request when you didn't agree to it beforehand? That's from Seraphin G. Guys, what do you think uh, about this? Is this good? And sub-question, do you like sangria? <laughs> <laughs> Not when I have to pay for it a month later. Uh, uh, quite convoluted here. Do I, yes. like, do I like Venmo requests that weren't orally... <laughs> or the advance beforehand. I'm totally uh-huh. fine with it, but you've got you've got a lot of caveats here, Matt. So which one are we getting to? Just, just strictly just Venmo requests? Well, what? Yeah, let's start. Let's start off with this specific situation with Seraphin's oh, situation. There's a lot can, lot going on here. Well, what's this not a lot going on? He went to someone's house that was hosting an event. Yeah. That person prepared some lovely sangria. Yeah. Which we will need to get to whether or not everyone here likes sangria. <laughs> we seem to he be had, avoiding it. He had one. <laughs> We're tiptoeing around had, that one. <laughs> it's a hot button issue. He had one sixth of the sangria. One month later, he gets a Venmo request for less than $10 for one sixth of the sangria. Well, the amount of time that's passed, uh, he seems to have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, yeah. the amount of money being requested seems to have a problem with that. The, the fact that somebody is hosting a birthday party and also requesting money, I think. That should be something that we have a problem with here, uh, and then and then the the actual issue no no oral request for uh, a Venmo that no meeting of the minds no intention to create legal relations that I have no problem with I have no problem without somebody precipitating their their request I like a blind request I got no problem with that I'm not obligated to send money. Oh, that's oh, a good wow. oh, oh, you're going to ignore the request? Sure. I, wow. got, no, I wow. got no problem. I got no problem ignoring a request. <laughs> it's up to me. It's up to Does me. Does this happen to you? Like, have you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can, can you to... give us an example? Yeah. We sh- let's say we go, we just go over to somebody's house. We have, we share some dinner. Okay. Yeah. 
get a get a blind request wasn't talked about a few <laughs> days later a few days later forty dollars uh-huh. forty dollar request uh-huh. for that for that za now of course i'm gonna say yes Oh, okay, now you so, okay, so. <laughs> so pizza was ordered. Pizza was ordered. Pizza was ordered. Yeah. Pizza was had. Okay. I had some. Regardless if I had one sixth or one eighth or one t- I I'm fine splitting it. This this is this is quite convoluted a, a scenario. Well, well, what if it's uh, if it's uh, they prepare like a, a wonderful beef stroganoff or Ooh, something yeah. like that? Yeah, that's different. And then they give it, and then they they hit you up for the the cost of the ingredients. Plus the labor, it took <laughs> part to, and labor. <laughs> plus the plus the time, the yeah. ten bucks an hour. No, I don't. I do not like that. <laughs> right? I don't. Well, yeah. I, I don't. I don't mind getting it. I'd rather not talk about. I'd rather. <laughs> I don't I'd mind ra- getting it is the wildest take I don't want to oh talk. I don't want to talk about money. I do not want to talk about money. I'm some people. You. Some people don't want to talk. Some people didn't have a, a household where they grew up talking about money. I get it. I get it. I. I I'm fine seeing that request, but especially in this scenario where it's a household. That was throwing a party for a friend, and then, like you just you, you sort of implicated, the stroganoff is being cooked, yeah. or, or the sangria is being made, and I get hit with the bill. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. uh, that's strange, and yeah, then the whole month thing makes it even more disgusting. Yeah, we got to know the dates. Did this happen on the twenty eighth, and then it was a quick, uh, you know, a thirty day month, and it was just three days later? But you're saying next last month? Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think we're talking thirty days. I think we're talking okay, 30, thirty days. Uh, four weeks minimum. I think that's a that's a fair call for last month, but but this is honestly twisted behavior. <laughs> this yeah, is this, bad. Is this is yeah. this is cra- crazy. this is bad stuff. Yeah. I would rather have. If if the party host at the end of the night says, "Y'all mind chipping in," and then sends a request twenty seven days later, I would be fine with that. But the out of the blue request to me, that's a no go. So here's what I would do: I would pay <laughs> okay. it, and then I would never say anything about it, and I would just hold it in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and never invite that person to anything. Yeah. Oh, grudge sangria. Yeah. <laughs> grudge gria. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me give up the game a bit. So as you guys know, we always pull the people before the show. We usually get to that at the end. But I'm going to say right now that this is the most lopsided poll we've ever done because 98% of people said Venmo requesting someone when you didn't agree to it beforehand is not good. Okay. Okay. But then this guy, Matt Abbott on Twitter wrote to me and said, look, you're a shitty host. That's the worst example because I gave, I gave an example similar to this. I said, you go over to someone's house, they offer you a bottle of wine and then they charge you for half. He said like, that's just the worst host ever. So you should change the example. So what if someone says, Hey, um, I have two tickets to uh, the Billy Joel concert. Do you want to come with me? And then a few days after the concert, they hit you with a Venmo request for the price oh. of the ticket. Oh. Does that Which feel is hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And, and that's the thing where it's like, I mean, this was an issue even before Venmo. But when someone invites you to something, part of the time I'm saying yes because... I'm not paying for it because I'm like, I don't really care to see Billy Joel and like spend the time and sit in traffic and pay for parking. Um, but sure, I'll go and I'll buy you your beers or whatever. And, right. I, and I also see that you're my friend and you need someone to go with or you want someone to go with. So, but if I know in advance I'm, I'm paying the 200 bucks for the ticket, then that does change everything. So, JD, where would you be on, on a situation like this? Oh, I would ask up front. I mean, I, I would 100% ask. Am I paying for this ticket? You know, <laughs> but if I got if I got the request to pay for it, if I had just assumed, let's just say I assumed, 
if I assumed that they were free and then I got the the request, I would pay it, but I wouldn't like it. Unless, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't expect to pay if you were I guess, asked to go. I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you just got stroganoffed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially this Ticketmaster Live Nation monopoly Boy, they got. Yeah. Oh, those ticket prices are high. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point, Tess. It's just like, I think the reason that the first example, Seraphin's example, rubs everyone the wrong way is like, people don't like unpleasant monetary surprises. And Tassie just referenced Ticketmaster. It's it's not it's not really the same thing, but if you buy a $100 ticket and then you get to the end and suddenly it's $132 because of the service fees, it's an unpleasant surprise. We just want to know upfront to prepare ourselves right. and then things feel a lot better. The Seraphin example is so strange because it's such a low, well, I mean, yeah. It's a low, it, it depends on your perspective, but, but you know, for a, for a, a party of six, let's assume that the host is one of them. We're talking about 50 bucks. Actually, now that I think of it, homemade sangria that cost $50, that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy, lot. right? That's a lot. We're talking yeah, fruit and some- It's half juice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? I don't think I like sangria. <laughs> okay, now we're getting he, to well, it. Well, obviously, Matt hates fruit. And juice. Right. So why would you like sangria? <laughs> I, I used to like it in my earlier drinking days. And I do think if it's a if it's a nice sunny day and it's in a, in a nice pitcher on the table mm. and you're outside, especially if you're in a foreign country, yes. go for it. But I, 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 if you could char- like Google Trend chart my cr- sangria consumption, it's only going down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. Tassie? Mm-hmm. I'm totally with you. If it feels like you're in Europe, if, if you're on College Street... <laughs> It feels like you're in Portugal on that. <laughs> if you're on Botter Street. Well, hold on. What, okay. what is that? The Portuguese place, food subpar, but the sangria is flowing on in Toronto on college. Oh. Byreda? Oh, Byreda. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. God, yeah, of course, sangria for everyone. Uh, but it's it's contextual, just like Venmo requests. <laughs> I think the, okay. the Aperol Spritz has killed sangria, right? Mm. In the uh, In the younger generations, I think. Yeah, I, I would like. Right. Could we find an alcohol that's more like served in a pitcher? I guess sometimes you. I mean, mm. some people just order a glass of sangria. But yeah, I totally agree. A little more refined, a little more bitter elements. <laughs> Campari. People are getting more sophisticated. I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so we're saying sangria, not good. Then we're requesting someone we didn't agree to it beforehand, not good. And as I said, ninety-eight percent of people agree. Let's get to the next topic: bribing people. Is this good? So I'm, I'm not talking about like... Uh, I'm going to send you $9 uh, to come to my sangria party. <laughs> I will ask for it back 38 days later. Uh, I'm not talking about a, a mob boss scenario here, but a, a more quotidian bribing, like uh, a host at a restaurant or a bouncer at a club. Is it good? And and have you ever done it? Tass, I know you, you had some clubbing days. Have you ever bribed a bouncer? <laughs> Me, myself, I would never. I would never. I would just never do it. I could never bring myself to you do it. You don't like talking about money. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it's just, it's not my thing. Uh, I'm a sucker who would wait in a line for hours rather than go <laughs> go try and grease someone. Like gr- grease a palm. Greasing yeah. the palm sounds good. Oh, so dirty. Yeah. See you at the Urban Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> how much? Okay, yeah. How much is the VIP ticket uh, at the Urban Lounge? 75? Is that what I, it is? I think so. Yeah. yeah, 75. Okay, how much is a regular ticket? 
30. 30. Okay, so that's a $45 delta. So what if I pay the original price, 30, then I grease the bouncer's palm, 20, <laughs> to get into the VIP area. Wow. Now I'm, I'm up 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are. But I'm asking, how'd you get in here? <laughs> Let me see that wristband. Well, Ow. since I'm in here, you told me I'm allowed to touch your palms. And then, then I put, then I put be another greased. 10 bucks you better be in your greasing palm. me up here. Um, to me, bribing is good. So uh, it's like a pre-tip. You know, you're like, you're thanking the bouncer for doing a great job of uh, making sure the ratios are right inside. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It just, it feels, uh, it's kind of like calling people chef. It feels like a... You're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, that you're not part of. So you get away with it. So I don't know. The idea of a bribe, it just sounds dirty, which yeah. makes me think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't like it either. But Trey, as I was thinking about this for five minutes, I started being like, wait, a bribe is is basically just a tip to a person you don't normally tip. Like, let's say you want, you're a regular at a bar and it's the same bartender every time and you don't tip. You will be ignored you will have to wait in a long line to get a drink, much like you have to wait in a long line to get into a club or something. Now, to get better service at the bar, you tip so that you are not waiting in that line. Is is giving money to a bouncer any different? I mean, I'm uncomfortable with it from a confidence point of view. Uh, but <laughs> A bouncer doesn't take it... tips, though. A bartender takes tips. Yeah, but a it's bartender will penalize you for not tipping one could say the bouncer is penalizing you for not bribing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is awarding you for bribing. That's for sure. But is he though? Because like there's, you slip, you slip at 20 or a hundred or whatever. And then, and then what? All right. Thanks man. And then. Yeah, yeah I agree. Unless you're, unless you're getting in right away. Well, that's oh, the yeah, expectation. Yeah, yeah. You so gotta you, get in. Yeah. You're saying you're worried that you, you grease the palm. Yeah. And then, he, and then the bouncer just says, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just standing there and have to walk back to the back of the line $20 lighter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or you... I mean, I, that is a concern. That That is a concern. Yeah. That is a concern. I can't tell you it's not a concern. I mean, I, I'm with you, Matt. I don't understand. I, I can't bring myself to go through the mechanics of it. Like... Okay, what would you do? What would you do? Like, what what do you perceive the mechanics to be? The best practices. <laughs> what I what I would do is I would it would it would start with the arrival at okay. the at the front of the club. I would mm -hmm. get out. I would I would get a black uh, a black Uber, so a nice like a the high end Uber, uh -huh. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. I walk out of the back of the Uber with confidence. I go right up to the. I got whatever a hundred dollar bill in my hand. Okay. Oh, you're in. Oh, he's in. You're in. And I go, hey, man, or whatever. And I make it look like to the rest of the people, like I, I'm yeah. a VIP, right? Yes. Like and then I it. shake the hand and he goes, thank you very much, sir. Or he says, get the fuck to the back of the line or whatever, you know, but that's the move. The move is arrive with confidence like you're supposed to be there right on up to the dude. Shake the hand with a, a decent amount of money. 20 bucks is, I think that's an insult depending on the place. Uh-huh. And then you're- well, Are you alone? Are you alone? Or are you trying to get three of your bros into the club? Ooh, price is going that, up. Price a, is going up. A great price question. Yeah, that's why I'm saying 100. Like, it's a, it, me and at least two other people say. Okay, I have one note for you. I, I like I like what you did there. Okay, thanks. But I think when you when you go up and you, and you shake his hand- Yeah. 
and and you grease the palm. Yeah. I'd like you to lean in to his ear and go, that's a hundred, baby. <laughs> Just so he knows. I love it. I love it. Then he doesn't have to look at the hand. Yeah, I think that they're, they know, they've been bribed. They know what they're doing. I, you know what? I listened to, what was it on NPR? It was like this guy that was a host at like these fancy New York restaurants in the 80s, like the peak of cocaine, um, was was talking about his his memoir that was coming up. And he said he could tell the denomination of the bill. Ooh, just by feel. Just by feel. Well, there is Braille on most bills, isn't there? What? In the 80s? Where's, oh, was there? Know. Is there? I don't know. Is actually. there Braille? Canadian money there is. There's definitely Braille and Euros, because I was looking at Euros recently. I don't know. This doesn't there should be Braille. There should be Braille. That would have Braille on bills. Okay. That's surprising Maybe me if there isn't. They were doing um, they were doing brails with bills, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, look, it's good. It's good in that people in the service industry don't get paid enough, so you're compensating for irresponsible wages. That's for sure. So that part is good. I, I agree with you there. That's why everything yeah, has it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not talking about tipping, though. We're talking about bribing. Well. See, that's the thing. That's the, that's the fine line. Bouncer, fine line. Bouncing needs a rebrand because bribing and tipping is all the same thing. <laughs> the only difference is bribing takes place outside. If they just called it a, a doorman's tip, nobody has a problem with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but it's the, called a bribe uh, because it seems illegal, but it's not illegal to go pay to get into no, somewhere. It's not. It's not the same as giving a politician money, but it's the same word. So, right. yeah, I think we need, <laughs> we need to educate people here. That's yeah. true. It's like just an outdoor fat. tip. It's like fat in the sense of like fat, protein, carbohydrate is a is a, a type of food <laughs> nutrient, but it's also the thing yes. that you call someone that is fat. <laughs> so it seems bad, but it's necessary. Right. <laughs> totally the same. I think. Yeah. What about what about the idea of like once you bribe, the idea that you're walking past a giant line and going in? Does that give you pause? Because I was wondering. Is fast pass at an amusement park the paying extra to walk past the line? That's just a sanctioned bribe when you think about it. Is. it. <laughs> totally, it is. You, are you are bribing totally. Walt Disney. You are mm -hmm. bribing Mickey Mouse <laughs> to, to get you into the club, which is Space Mountain. Yeah, I mean uh, that is absolutely right. And I have a I struggle with fast pass. I've used it before at Canada's Wonderland, and it was fucking awesome. Like mm -hmm. awesome. And it was one of the busiest days of the year. It was one of the hottest days of the year. And me and Lincoln just went around and around and around on the same ride. Like people watched us. People who were waiting for that ride watch us probably go on it five <laughs> times. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and he felt he was starting to feel self-conscious about it. I was like, don't, because I paid... <laughs> this month's rent is going for this right now. So, so the the fast we, we pass li we live in Epcot Center now, <laughs> right? The fast pass I don't have a problem with. It's you know what? I, well, I went off on uh, un like unwarranted on Mr. Chuck Swirsky because I assumed that he was uh, he was uh, being Mr. Big Time over in the Louvre. See, it got. Cutting the line to see the Mona Lisa, and I was dead wrong about that. Still have to eat a hat. But <laughs> but what I do hate, and we've sort of experienced this, just uh, just being in the NBA realm, is the VIP 
you know, the the VIPs that just waltz into a club or waltz into like we're shutting this debt ride down for five minutes because Justin Bieber wants to go on the Dragon Fire. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Justin Bieber didn't even fucking pay to be there. So <laughs> get in the back of the line, Justin or whoever else. <laughs> Now Justin's catching strays from me, and I'm going to have to eat another hat. But Justin I'm Bieber. Sure, I'm sure when he, Somebody's going to come sure. out with a picture of Justin Bieber waiting in line at Canada's Wonderland. I'm sure when he, he got waits. off the ride and walked past the line, he said, is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> now, now, JD, I'm going to call you out here because you just reminded me of something. Yeah. We did this once. Yes, you I know. You guys remember, you were all there. We were, this must have been 11 or 12 years ago. We were in New York City, and someone we knew had an office in the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. Empire State Building is a, a working, uh, like, commercial building, but it's also, like, a huge tourist attraction in New York where you can go all the way to the top and there's an observatory. Have people heard of this? The New York State's uh, Empire State Building? <laughs> okay, now, coincidentally, New York State is also called the Empire State. Mm. Also the same name as a song by Alicia Keys and Jay-Z, New York Concrete jungle where dreams are made. Uh, text me right now if you know if you get what I'm saying. If you if we're all on the same page and I can move on, let me know. Okay, so the Empire State Building, Sleepless in Seattle. I believe it was shot there. Yeah. That's the building. So turn on Sleepless in Seattle. At the end, that's where we ended up. Okay, so everyone's familiar with what I'm talking about. Anyways, the line to get up there was I'm not exaggerating. What, three hours. Yeah, minimum. And and someone said to us because I have an office in this building the Empire State Building, I we get a key where we can bring people up to the roof and don't have to wait in line. And I was like, well, this is great. I assume there's just an elevator where you go in, you, you swipe this card, and you go to the top. Not so, my friends. You take one elevator up to like the 40th floor. You walk around a snake line for way longer than you think. You get into another elevator, go up another snake line. We probably went through like four or five snake lines, yep. each time feeling more and more self-conscious of everyone being like, who are these four assholes that are getting to go to the top. So did that make you feel guilty? It did. It did. Absolutely. Okay, great. I'm glad we went through that. So 55% of people. <laughs> and I think that we were in an, an elevator by ourselves, which could have held another 15 people probably. But because we were VIPs, that, that was 15 people that had to wait for another elevator. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, JD. Eat the rich is what I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, maybe a no, little bit. Well, uh, a little bit. A little bit. At least like at least like the one per or the top one yeah, percent. The top one percent. Let's let's you know. Let's let's rob Spierre them. All right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so fifty five percent of people say bribing people is what do you think, Trey? Not good. They're going that's right. not but good. But that's here. it's pretty close. I think like people can barely figure out tipping these days. Like every second email I get is like a, a, a is this good question about tipping? So how are you gonna figure out bribing? If you, can't, right. if you can't figure out tipping, yeah, exactly. <laughs> bribing is, is a bridge too far. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. Oliver M. asks, well, actually, <laughs> your friends. Is this good? Well, actually. So your friend says something that may not be true, and you go, well, actually, and you correct them and make them feel like an asshole. <laughs> I know this is something that has happened to all of us. We used to work in an office together <laughs> on the daily. So is this good? Oh, I should also say Oliver M. This started because he well actually me. There was an old episode of Is This Good a while ago where I kept using the word quorum when what I should have really been saying is majority. Mm. 
And he called me out and well actually me and then said, well, is this good? Now, is Oliver my friend? He is now. Every listener is my friend. That's why. You me to say that? That's why I Venmo request each one of my listeners a month after they listen to the show. If you don't want to be Venmo requested, turn this off right now. You have to get through. If you get through the whole episode, I will send you a Venmo request. So anyways, well, actually, is this good? Well, Tass is my friend. John Schumann's my friend. And there's nothing funnier than those two going back and forth while actually each other. So, you know, it's probably not good. <laughs> but it's still good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's irresistible mm. to dunk on your right. friends every now and yeah, then. Yeah, it's 100%. Um, you got to check them. You got to check them. Yeah. I, who, if you're not well actually your friends, who are you well actually? It's like, a good point. It's not good to do it to a stranger necessarily, but your friends. I, I like being corrected by my friends. Friends probably better, yeah. Does it matter care. if it's like if you're care. alone? Like if you're alone, it's better, right? Like if it's just me and you, JD, and I, well, actually, you. Then if, if I do it in a group and make you look like a fool, <laughs> <laughs> I embarrass you in front of your friends and family. Yeah, but I've already embarrassed myself if I'm wrong, you know? You're just you're just saying it. It's like saying you got something on your in your teeth. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's many times when someone says something wrong or in, slightly incorrect that I don't say anything because I'm like, I don't want to con- be constantly be correcting people, which, yeah. which to me means by the transitive property, there's probably many times when I'm wrong or I say something wrong or I use a word wrong and people aren't correcting me all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes both ways. We, we float on in our ignorance, yeah. so to speak. But I think it is better for the friendship to not constantly be yeah. correcting people. True. I agree. I agree. My, I, I, Oh, sorry, Tassie. Well, go, like ethical issue aside, it just uh, can be a conversation flow killer, right? Like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like earlier, you said I had clubbing days. I mean, I went into a couple clubs, but I didn't <laughs> oh, stop <Tassie>. you. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I didn't stop you. Like, you're gonna stop me now? Are you? Are you? Because yeah. uh, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't add anything. In fact, it would detract from what you were saying. It would just kill the flow. Mm-hmm. So you were you were yes ending. Not well, actually. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Just, uh, that that part. Yeah, there's the ethical part, and then there's the, you know, stop. Oh, now I got to think of what I said wrong. Where 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 was I? You know, it's so it kind of just that that's a negative as well. Okay, well, thank you for thank you for thank you. For <laughs> Anyways, I gotta can we move this along? I gotta I get into a line at a club. Uh, very soon. <laughs> I gotta get in early. Okay, not bright. This is um, somewhat related to this. Trey, do you want to explain the concept of? The echo chamber? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do. The echo chamber for us, uh, for us is when you share any bit of information that somebody else has shared at any point ever in their lives <laughs> on any platform. If you repeat something, you're getting echo chamber. You share the same link to an Instagram reel that somebody sent three days prior, echo chamber. You uh, yeah. bring up the latest bit of NBA news around this table here. We were talking about it while you were in the bathroom. Sorry, that's an echo chamber. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but the true echo chamber is when you're at the table. When oh, it's yeah. like, oh, my God, Prince died. And then the guy sitting next to you five minutes later says, oh, my God, Prince died. <laughs> and But Trey, you missed a crucial part of the echo chamber is you have to look the person in the face and go, echo! <laughs> Now, that is a form of well-actually. I think just like any time 
someone sends you a link that they think you will enjoy and you respond with, oh yeah, I saw that last week. It's like, we cannot help. Instead of just being like, <laughs> oh yeah, that is so funny. Cause you, you did enjoy it. Your friend is right. We cannot help telling the person that we already have seen it, that we already knew it existed. Instead of like Tass said, not saying it and not ruining the flow and coming together, we have to stick it to the person. <laughs> I think that's not good. It's not good. Nah, you're right. It's not good. Although instead of saying echo chamber, we we evolved and we added uh, an emoji instead. Instead of saying echo, we would just <laughs> we would just add the Echo Fox logo from Rick Fox's uh, e games team. What are they called? What are they? Esports e e team. Yeah. So we would just add the emoji instead of instead of saying. That's an echo, you idiot. We just throw that quick emoji underneath and everybody knows. Everybody feels good about it. Going deep behind the scenes yeah. on this one. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. I've actually, would... that, this has completely changed my mind. Okay. Because I, I hate the echo chamber, man. I hate getting echo chambered so much. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so bad. <laughs> to yeah. recommend something like, oh, I already saw it. Oh, a shot to the heart. So now I'm saying, well, actually, echo chamber, it's bad. Irresistible, but bad. <laughs> okay, well, 54% of people say, well, actually, your friends is... Tass, what do you think? Uh, bad, I'd say. They said good. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> people like to, it's people fun. like to have the right information. You can't deny that. Yeah. You can't just be going telling each other improper and in true facts. For instance, in true, not a word. <laughs> Anybody can call me on that if they want. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, but I'm going to assume that you know that's not a word and that you just misspoke. Thank now, you. if you're about to go into a job interview or something and you're like telling me like, oh, so first I'm going to say, well, it's in true that I <laughs> stole from my last place of employment. I might say, oh, when you go in there, just say it's untrue or that it's not true. That's not a word. That's not a word. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's not a word. Thanks for the heads up, actually. Uh, all right. Next topic. <laughs> Ben P asks, smart speakers, are they good? So you're Google, you're Alexa now. Well, let me start off by saying, I don't have one, I th and I think they're bad. But what I'm nervous about is, this is the kind of thing where if I do get one, I'm gonna become so reliant on it that I am gonna think it's good. So in my ignorance, here's some reasons why I think it's bad. I think all of you have smart speakers, so you could tell me uh, where I'm wrong. Number well, one, actually, I, <laughs> I do not. Other than Siri. <laughs> Continue. I, 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 okay. I take your well, actually. <laughs> Echo, by the way, Echo sounds like the brand name of a. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, actually, it is. It is an Amazon yeah. Echo? Amazon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Echo! Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so number one, it's, I think it's embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing to talk to an inanimate object to find out what the weather is. <laughs> hey, Google, what's the weather today? Um, the speaker is listening to you, but, you know, I guess you could say. Everything is listening to, so maybe that doesn't really matter. The speaker interrupts you when you're not even talking to it. Like, you'll just be watching TV and something will trigger it, and you'll just hear, like, I didn't understand that. Um, <laughs> the speakers themselves seem like they suck, but who cares? I'm not an audiophile. Uh, but number one, or number five, but it seems like the most annoying is, it seems like having kids and a smart speaker is the most annoying thing. Like, they're just like, Alexa, fart. Can you make a fart? Or, like... Just asking it a billion questions, and then there's always that, like, bing, and then the, the slight delay. Anyways, this seems bad to me, but am I off-base, Tass, or Trey? 
Tess, I think you should answer. You're the most devoted smart speaker person I know. <laughs> uh, well, actually, he's not. <laughs> well, actually, you haven't heard Tess in his new house, have you? Uh, uh, well, actually, I have because I've been there at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> I'm glad you corrected me about well, that. Actually, you heard him say, Alexa, turn down the volume. Alexa, turn down the volume! <laughs> yeah, the good, good and bad. Actually, well, actually, I went to a, a friend's house who had a, a Google Nest, I guess they're called. And yeah. they look okay. like a cone. I don't know. I'm an, I'm an Alexa, not a Google Nester. And I felt like a real dummy not knowing to... not. I, I didn't even know... I mean, it's okay, Google, I guess, to activate it, I guess. Sure. Right. But I just, you can pick a word, I think, with Google. Anyways, I felt like a real dummy. Just felt so stupid not knowing what to say automatically to this inanimate object. And it felt it felt really weird, and I felt very terrible. But um, I, I've i got a good relationship with my Alexa. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're pretty we, – we've hit it off. She doesn't just start, you know, like Matt said, she doesn't go off. She ever really off. she doesn't really go off ever uh my kids are good with it yes i like the fart option if uh <laughs> if somebody asks it to fart you can request a specific fart like specific type of fart like a machine gun fart or, wow. or you know wet fart i didn't know that hilarious you can play a game of jeopardy <laughs> with alexa uh that's fine and, and matt you see you don't want to you feel like an idiot asking about the weather i mean you're gonna go look at a device anyways you just feel weird talking to talking yeah. to ai yeah unless we get to like full spike jones her territory <laughs> where it's just like a fluid conversation nah, I, I don't want it tass is like integrated into his house he just has to talk to the environment and it answers and cool stuff happens <laughs> i want that yeah i'm like for me i love a digital assistant but it's just not part of my life enough and i'm not good enough at adding it to my routine that i'm getting the benefits of it but I'm pro digital assistance, so I think smart speakers are good. Okay, well, 62% of people say smart speakers are... Not good. Not good. Hmm. Guys, it's time for our newest segment on Is This Good? It's time for Pick Your Poison. Now, if you listened last week, you heard the segment, Not Bad. This is the same segment. <laughs> but now it's called Pick Your Poison. We iterate here. We tinker. We build. We fail fast, okay? Here's how it works. Very similar to last week. I'm going to give you four related topics that are bad, and you have to pick your poison. So basically, whichever you consider the least worst option. But there is a right answer. So today's theme is driving. I'm going to read you four bad driving situations and then one by one, you guys can each pick your poison. Keep it in mind that, again, at the end, there is a right answer. So here are the situations. Number one, you're stuck in traffic and you really have to pee. <laughs> Number two, answering a phone call on your Bluetooth speakers, but you forget to tell the person that's calling you someone else is in the car. Mm. You don't know what they're about to say. Could make things very <laughs> awkward. Especially because you know, like when I call you, JD, for instance, to talk about the show, and you're in the car, you know I always do my classic opening. Ah, JD, what's up? You still cheating on your wife? <laughs> <laughs> now, if she's in the car, that could get awkward. 
All right. Uh, number three, honking at a truck that has a Punisher logo on it. Okay, that, that's, that's scary. You don't know what's going to happen. Or the fourth option when you're driving, three-hour drive, perfect weather, sun is shining, but you have to listen to the isolated vocal track of Smash Mouth's Days Like These on repeat the entire time, the entire three hours. And in case you don't know what that sounds like. Yeah, baby. JD, play that track. Roll it. <laughs> I forgot to trim it. Oh, uh, you forgot to trim it Sorry, to the point where it starts. But that's what's so great about this. <laughs> because it's isolated vocal track, <laughs> you just hear him doing this. Roll it. Come on. Now, I assume there's guitars playing. California got sunshine. <laughs> there we go. We're into the vocals. Hanging out with your friends. <laughs> uh-huh. Setting up for a good time. Mm-hmm. Just want a million, so you drive a brand new band. <laughs> it's days like these you really want to have now. That's what I'm talking about. And don't you know it's days like these that make you want to chill, enjoy the ride. It's days like these that let you get your groove on. Nothing goes wrong. Everything's all right. Now when you deliver like a winner every single time. Okay, that goes on for like another four minutes. Okay, so you're listening to that Make the holiday for three hours straight. Okay? I'm looking out the window. California does have some shows. And I do love hanging out with my friends. But I do think that would get annoying after three hours, three minutes, let's be honest. Um, that being said, I think there's a part where it comes back around and it's funny again. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It might be in the third hour of the trip. So you're, the middle hour and a half is going to be tough. But when it hits again, you're going to be laughing. Yeah, yeah, but you might have driven yourself into a quarry. By, by. Yeah, It'll be tough to get uh, to that point. Okay, so let's go one by one. It's time to pick your poison. Uh, Trey, you want to start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring up my four choices again, please, JD, so I can uh, so I can freestyle here. Stuck in traffic when you really have to pee. I think that's going to ultimately be my choice for the mm-hmm. least bad cuz I'm really good at holding it. Yeah. Okay. I got wow. a steel trap of a bladder. Answering a call, but you forget to tell the person someone else is in the car. I see why that's bad, but I feel like phone calls are so short. And in general, you're not probably unloading huge issues, maybe, if you're in the car, that it's not that big of a deal. Honking at a truck. But one sentence could ruin your One sentence marriage. could ruin it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Honking at a truck that has a Punisher logo on it. This one I'm a little confused on. At first I was like, is this a celebratory honk? You're like, ooh, cool Punisher logo. Not no, like someone, someone cuts you off, oh. you honk instinctively, and then you realize, uh-oh. uh-oh. There's a Punisher logo. Yeah, that's a uh, that's that's maybe the most bad. <laughs> I would say yeah, I that's number four on my list. And like I said, uh, you know, days like these. What's the what are you saying is the volume protocol on this one? Can I turn it down? <laughs> no, got to be at least like twenty five percent volume. So I'm here. Alexa, turn it up to maximum volume. <laughs> Max vol. Interesting. Max Vol. All right. Roll so it. Least bad. For- <laughs> Let me get this in real quick before he starts the ad libs. Least bad for me holding your pee. I, I just got. I'm just got a good bladder. Okay. Wow. So. Okay. Trey Kirby has picked his poison, and that's stuck in traffic when he really has to pee. Pee Pass poison. Mills, pick your poison. Mm. 
the Punisher logo, it's, uh, I had a recent experience. I was pulling up to a truck and I saw a sticker on the back that looked like a gun, just Ooh, a, okay. a sticker of a gun, but it was just the state of Florida. Uh, I was, <laughs> like, was it oriented no. correctly? No, I mean, the state of Florida kind of looks like oh, a gun. Oh, like a pointed downward to the left. gun, like that. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, well, the handle pointed to the left, I thought. I mean, I think it's pointed to the left. Anyway. <laughs> That's a gun-shaped state. Yeah, it's a gun-shaped state. So, I mean, that freaked me out, but that would that would, that would make me feel alive. That's not my least, my least favorite. <laughs> I don't think I can, I don't think the, that was one of the best things of working together was listening to that track over and over and over again. So, what I was going to say is I don't think that would, that can't ruin my, the sun out driving so i'm not picking that one i think the 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 uh not telling somebody that you're on the line mm. that's my pick that's, okay I, so that's the yeah, least bad phone chatter that's for sure yeah that's the least bad okay tass has also picked his poison he has said answering call but he forgets to tell the person someone else is in the car and that's how his wife finds out about his second family. Um, <laughs> JD, uh, pick your poison. Yeah, it's going to be the phone for me as well. The only person that I would worry about what they would say in a, on a speakerphone on the other line is my wife. So <laughs> literally everybody else would be completely fine. But I could be in the car with Tass or something, answer the phone, and it's Rachel, and she'll just start with, your son is a fucking asshole, something like that, you know? Right. Which she wouldn't mean, obviously, but uh, it would be she would be in the throes of something bad yeah, that happened. Uh, but, you know, the Punisher thing, I honk at uh, I honk at people all the time. I'm the only honker here in Atlanta. Everybody's afraid to honk in this city, but I like, lean on it, man. Get out of the way. I don't care. I'm a Punisher fan, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You just want to talk about the MCU with them? Or maybe that's the DCU. I, I don't no, know. No, it's the MCU. Sure. I'm it's the MCU. Come on. Come on. Um... But okay, I couldn't. So, the peeing, the peeing is the worst. That's the okay. worst thing about driving in this city. Is you have to pee. To you can't. There's nowhere to go. There's no public toilets. I'm not going to a gas station. <laughs> oh, okay, what well, gas station? I don't know. Yeah, that's what they're there for. Why can't you gas? piss in a bottle like a man? Because then got to go ask for the key and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always yeah. a thing. It's a thing. Uh, okay, well, my poison that I'm picking is, and the correct answer. Stuck in traffic when you really have to pee, and there's a good reason. It's the only one you can fully control. Like, <laughs> you can piss like yourself. You could, you could pull off. Yes, you could pull off everything from pulling off the highway and going to a gas station or a restaurant to peeing in a bottle if you really have to to peeing yourself, and that's the worst that's happening. If you have leather seats, if you have cloth seats, yeah, you're in trouble. You got pee that's, seats. That's a, yeah. a little worse. Have but, you ever pissed yourself? Just because no. you couldn't. You, you, yeah, you had to, I mean. I pissed myself just because I could. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? Well, you, know. no, you still no, got I, it? No, no, I said haven't. He I haven't. I pissed pants yeah. years ago, but now nah, you can still do it. Still got it. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could. I think I would be like, I would reach my breaking point. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm pissing myself. I don't think it would come up. <laughs> I just, I don't think it that it would, it would just stay in there. Yeah. Um, well, that was pick your poison. JD, what do you think? Better or worse than not bad? I mean, it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> That's right. It's the same. It's but here's the, here's the thing. It's more fun for me to say pick your poison. Yeah. And it's easier to come up with examples 
that are just all kind of bad. Yes. Because the otherwise, then I have to come up with one that's like actually good, but other people think it's bad. It's too complicated. Okay. Well, Bunny, we, we can switch it up. It's the exact Next same we go back sting. to not bad. We could. Okay. We could. Okay. And what do you think? Pick your poison versus pick my poison? Because ultimately it is my answer. Mm, no. Now pick your poison. Because we all pick can't. your poison. Yeah, make yeah. it your own. Okay. Great. Leave all this in. All right. When people need help navigating life's biggest decisions, when they're lost, confused at a crossroads, they seek our wise counsel and we deliver an airtight verdict. It's time to settle this. All right, guys, settle this. We haven't done this in a while. Reminder, if you need advice or you found yourself in a quandary or a pickle, you can email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. You tell us what's going on and we will help you just like we're about to help this person. Very quick email here goes like this. My coworker has been bringing homemade candles into the office. It's not that they smell bad. I just don't want to smell them. How do I make this stop without being the bad guy or having to buy it? Thanks, Anonymous. This guy, maybe his his coworker listens to the show too. But he did not want to risk having his name out there on the <laughs> So he wants to know what's what does he do about these these smelly candles? Does he say something? What's the etiquette here? Well, you can't call them smelly. You can't call those candles smelly because it's specified they don't smell bad. So I would say they still scent, have a smell. Scented candles. These are scented uh, candles. It's, okay. a, it's a bribes versus tip thing here. <laughs> Smelly. Yeah. It sounds bad. Scented. It could be anything. Gonna have to bite the bullet here, though, I do believe. You either gotta buy candles or have a conversation. I'm not a candle guy. Simply not a candle guy. Some people are, some people aren't. But you're either you have to confront this person, candle to candle. You're either buying them. <laughs> <laughs> you're either buying them candle to candle. or you're extinguishing that flame. <laughs> There's no other way around what, it. You got to have a human you, conversation. In the public sphere, what do you think, Trey? That it's reasonable for you to say, "Hey, I don't want to smell that." Like <laughs> someone's lunch, someone's bo, cleaning products. Like, what's reasonable? For, I just like the way he says. It's not that it smells bad. I just don't want to smell it. It's like <laughs> Some you, like you have to smell so many things. <laughs> and I don't know that you can control what you want to smell. Yeah. Most times you cannot control it. The number one time, though, when you can say, I don't want to smell that is when somebody's like, oh, this smells terrible. Smell this. Right. <laughs> you can say, I don't want to smell that. Yeah. And it's fair. Then they're just like, OK, you already know what you're yeah. getting into. Um, Tess, what about you? Would you directly confront this person? Because I, I think well, I don't want to get well actually here. But I think you do like smells because you <laughs> often will smell your scarf. Yes. <laughs> I'm a scarf smeller. I can't believe you put that out. Not going to well actually that. Not going to well actually that. I am a scarf smeller. Um, I do like fragrant things. But in this instance, I mean, there's just so many questions. First, I would say do not buy them. You'll just yeah, have I don't to. know why he has to buy or he or she has to buy them. I guess the idea is like buy one that he likes more than hers, and he's like, "Oh, this yours burnt down to the wick. I'll I'll, I'll take a turn." Oh, I with thought... my uh, you know my lemon verbena and thyme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this person was this the coworker was bringing in candles, yes, lighting mm -hmm. them at work, yes, mm -hmm. their homemade candles. And the anonymous felt the pressure to purchase those from this person. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, yeah, I couldn't really tell on. either. Because they're homemade Let candles. Me... They're homemade. I thought the, the coworker made them. 
I, I didn't read it like that, but I guess that is possible. I, I have I have worked with people. At, 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 in fact, in our old workplace, uh, I, I worked with somebody that made homemade candles and brought them in. Didn't didn't light them at work. I, that is a step too far. What kind of environment are we talking about? If in, in an office place, in an office place, I'm going indirect. I'm not going directly to this person. I'm going above them. I'm figuring out a way. <laughs> I'm figuring out a way to say to to somehow get a rule in place that either it's a fire hazard, uh, mm. or or that it could be bad for our health to be smelling those candles. Right. I think so, you're right. Now that you you mentioned that, I think this person is selling those candles. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if you buy them. There's no way in hell they're ever going to – they're going to be there every day. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know? true. They'll, they'll oh, feel like you like guy, them. You're going to buy a candle every day now. Yeah. So you think they're like Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah. Except except like as, as if the person would give you a bite of a of a Thin Mint to, to give you a little taste of it and say, hey, do you want to buy these? Yeah. Light, they're lighting the homemade candle to be like, doesn't this smell good? Do, do you want to buy one? You, so I don't understand your your guys' perspective. You thought that they're bringing in homemade candles. Just, just lighting them in the office. They're lighting them, and they smell bad. Yeah. Or scent bad, as Trey might say. They right. don't smell bad. They don't smell <laughs> bad. <laughs> it says it in the email. They don't it, smell it, yeah. bad, but they have a scent. You know, it's like right. any scent but, but is that, more than no scent. The so problem here is that he doesn't want to buy them. That's it. <laughs> he or she does not want to buy these candles. No, he or she does no, not want I to smell don't, them. I think. Uh, I, as well as not buy them. I just don't want to smell them. It's so weird because it's like, so is this person bringing in candles every single day and saying, want to buy a candle? <laughs> and the only way to make it stop is to say, hey, I don't like candles or, yeah, okay, fine, I'll buy a candle. That's it. Those are the only Those two options. Well, that's true. If buying a candle will stop it, but I don't see, I think that's just going to open. Yeah. I think that'll right. open the flag. How do you argue with someone that a candle smells bad though? Like, because it's like, People aren't putting uh, like sewer smell in a candle or skunk in a candle. They're putting like like sandal. You're gonna argue with an essential oils type person that like lavender smells oh, bad. I've or had like yes. balsam smell. It's balsam. Yeah, but no, but people have very strong uh, uh, associations with smell. I mean, like, Ooh. this smells like uh, my uh, ex boyfriend's old pickup truck. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. I so mean, maybe, that's a terrible example. But <laughs> your old boyfriend's pickup truck smells like lemon verbena. <laughs> yeah, well, and some of them are. What more... is lemon verbena? What is lemon verbena? I don't even know. I've never heard the word verbena till today. There's a there's like a Myers uh, soap that's lemon verbena, oh. or maybe it's a, a Myers cleaner. I it sounds I think lemon is enough. Meyer lemon, okay. Myers, good products. Good products verbena, from Myers. Verbena, though? I don't know what a verbena is either. Probably a flower. <laughs> Probably Seems a, like a flower. Sounds like a flower. But there's there's also, I, I mentioned the health effects. I, I went to uh, to askjan.org, as one does, <laughs> and I read that the health effects of fragrance <laughs> chemicals are quite similar to secondhand smoke. Oh, Public awareness. Come on, Jan. I know, Jan might be going a little too far, but <laughs> you, you don't know what's in what are, what's in those candles. And uh, Matt. Oh, if, a homemade one, too. Yeah. A homemade one, exactly. Oh, yeah. There's guaranteed not- patchouli in there. Oh, that's I, true. That's like a, some people that make um, homemade vapes. Yeah. Those are the bad ones. Mm. Ugh. Disgusting. So, uh, like you went to our our uh, higher-ups 
at Turner and ask them to clean out the asbestos of our in our office, Matt. <laughs> yeah, what a request. <laughs> that, that request w- went unfulfilled. <laughs> Can you ameliorate our asbestos situation, please? <laughs> I think you could go to the higher ups and say, I mean, there's got, there, first of all, it's got to be a rule. That's why I asked about the workplace. What type of workplace are we working in? Candle store. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're working at the you Yankee cannot Candle bring, Outlet. You make candles to a candle store. That yeah. is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, if, if you're in, uh, you know, some sort of clothing store, like a Holman and Finch, I mean, you're screwed. Uh, but, like, if you're in a regular office place, there's got to be some rules. You mean Abercrombie? I mean, yeah. Abercrombie. Holman and Finch. Finch. I just well actually do, sorry. As, no, as <laughs> I said that, I'm like, oh, place. my, yeah. this smells like burgers yeah, in here. Burger scented candle. <laughs> Not bad. I'd buy that. There's got to be some rules. You're right. Okay, well, to, to quickly sell this, so you're saying, see, be a pussy and see if there's any bylaws in the in the code of conduct. <laughs> <laughs> Report that snitch on that person. Failing that, hold a lighter to the smoke detector, and when the sprinklers go off, be like, oh, I think that's your candle that did that. Yeah, you got to do everything in your power to get rid of those candles, but the one thing you can't do is say, no thanks. <laughs> Don't really like candles. <laughs> that's too hard. Everything else way easier. Now let's okay. Let's assume the situation is that this person is bringing homemade cam- candles in to freshen up the office and lighting the candles. Anonymous, you may want to take stock of yourself because you Ooh. may be the issue. You mm-hmm. may be the reason they're lighting those scented oh. candles. You're the stinker. You might be the stinker. <laughs> you that's are the exactly. smell that they don't want to smell. Exactly. That's why they keep putting on your desk, Anonymous. <laughs> Offering think- you, hey, you want to buy these? <laughs> rub under your armpits, Anonymous? Yeah, I agree. It's time to look at the man in the mirror, JD. And I think yes. that's that's part of this assessment um, as this person moves forward in trying to settle <laughs> this terrible thing that's happened to them. All right, let's get to the last segment of the show, Subjective Trivia. Subjective trivia, it's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. Before I get to it, I have two questions for you guys. Number one, did you see that the Oscar nominations came out? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> did you see any of the animated short films this year that are nominated for an Oscar? No. Highly Perfect. doubt it. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> because I haven't either. Great. So I just looked at the category, best animated short film, and... Before you show them, JD, the question is, based on the title alone, because I have not seen these, I have not read the synopsis, you guys have stated that you've not seen them either. Based on the title, which is most likely to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film? (laughs) As always, I have my answer here written on this card, so you know I'm not cheating. All right, JD, um, bring up our nominees, please. So these are real. They are? Yes, these are all real. You I sent thought, these I, to me. I thought this was okay. This is a bit. I, I thought, honestly, I thought one bit would be to put one fake one in here. But then I was like, ah, now we're getting more to uh, objective trivia. And, uh, and unlike not bad and pick your poison, I'm sticking with this one, JD. <laughs> nice. Okay, so these are the actual nominees. Number one. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. <laughs> it's a short film, long title. The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, 
Yes, I did say my year of dicks. And finally, an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. A real title. As Harry Carey might say, if an ostrich told you the world was fake, would you believe it? Uh, so, based on title alone, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, An Ostrich Told Me The World Is Fake, and I Think I Believe It, which do you guys think is going to win the Academy Award? Feel free to talk it up. Mm. So, which do we think you think will win <laughs> Best Animated Short Film based on title alone? Interesting. Title alone. My first inclination is that it would be a lot of fun to write my year of dicks yeah. on an index card. 100%. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. What is my year of dicks about? <laughs> well, that's. I also thought we could just guess at what some of these are about. My year of dicks to me is either about, I'm going to say, well, a woman or a man in their younger years dating around and trying to figure out who they like. So it's either like literally a year where they saw a lot of dicks or they dated a lot of dicks. Like dickish. Right. Yeah. Dating story regardless, though, I agree. Yeah, not, not, not all the Richards in one person's life. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, Dating. Okay, well, Tass, what do you think... Um, ice, what do you think is going on with these ice merchants? Ice <laughs> merchants. Just following around uh, these people who uh, shop ice uh, um, for a living. Oh, so you don't you, your your brain doesn't go to like ice road truckers, like people that are bringing goods and merchandise over ice. You think Ooh. they're actually selling? No, that's a way cubes. better idea. Your idea is no. I, I think you're right. I think they are selling cubes. Yeah, really. Remember, it's like this is very hot. Animated. Oh, it's Kristoff. It's Kristoff. Ah, uh, yeah, that's and why it's Olaf in my brain. Olaf and Sven. No, Kristoff uh, and Sven. Kristoff yeah, and Christoph, Sven yeah. selling ice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, okay. It's just it's late. I mean, Frozen Two came out. Years ago. Years that's ago. that's the weird part. The flying sailor. Let's go Sailor Moon. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's about a flying sailor to me. <laughs> Maybe like a some sort of ship that flies. An ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. There's a great uh, meme going around of uh, this woman who works on a, an animal farm, and there's an ostrich named Manuel, and Manuel's always effing up. Her videos. She, he, oh, I, oh, I yeah, love yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's great stuff. And oh, uh, so you think they animated that? <laughs> I mean, it's the only interesting thing I had to say about an ostrich. So <laughs> I just threw that in. Well, actually, it was an emu. But go ahead, carry on. <laughs> also, also, Tess, I've seen those videos before. Echo. <laughs> and uh, what was the uh, the the boy, the mole, the fox, the horse? How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? That's a posthumous DMX short film, I think. <laughs> okay, so which do you think is gonna win based on title alone? Hmm. Oh man, that's. I'm gonna put in a vote for the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because it seems like a ridiculous title, but not quite as ridiculous as the bottom two. Okay. That's good, it. Good That's reason. it. That's my only, my only pitch. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I, uh, my year of dicks, I, for obvious reasons. In on the dicks. I'm okay. in on the dicks. Okay. <laughs> so are we going with that one? Yeah, let's go dicks. with the dicks. Team dicks here. Okay, we're going with my year of dicks. Unfortunately, the answer is the flying sailor. Uh, now, 
If you'd asked me what would be the funniest title to hear someone read aloud as we discussed, My Year of Dicks. There's no, I mean, Morgan <laughs> yeah. Freeman up there saying My Year of Dicks. Nothing funnier. Uh, the best title is An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake, and I think I believe it because I like that they needed to say think. Like, uh, they're not sure. <laughs> so I was like, maybe we can make this title a catchier, a little punchier. Take up think. They're like, no, I, I, I still, I'm still thinking about it. I just think the flying sailor sounds prestige to me. And I don't know, conjures up like a boy and, you know, maybe he's in a bad situation, but at night when he dreams, you know, he's the captain of this flying mm. ship. Mm. Sounds hopeful. I don't know. It just feels like something that would win an Oscar, but I guess we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, let's put money on it. <laughs> <laughs> let's put a million dollars on it. Okay, put a million dollars on whether the ostrich will be there at the Academy Awards. Um, all right, I'll put um, uh, less less than I would bribe a bouncer, <laughs> uh, but more than I would Venmo request you. Five bucks? Five bucks. Okay. Put me down for five bucks on my dicks. My ear of dicks. <laughs> my dicks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was Subjective Trivia. Uh, Tass and Trey, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, follow us at No Dunks Inc. on the internet, anywhere. Okay. But if you send us something we've seen before, you will be. <laughs> you. Yeah. All right. Um, if you have topics, tweet them to me at StartersMed or email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. We got we to gotta get your grades up next week, so remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks to JD. Thanks again to Tass and Trey for coming on. For everyone, I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>